Welcome back to or what we're watching quarantine edition today a, a film of, uh, of mine that's a bit of a favorite it's something that uh, you know I was essentially raised on um, it's, it's from uh, you know the golden age of filmmaking and of course as far as I'm concerned anyway the 80s it was 1984 a year when we had a, a lot of fantastic films come out like Ghostbusters and the karate kid and and footloose and uh, you know Friday the 13th and a nightmare on Elm Street and, and up up the creek up the creek Terminator <laughs> uh, you know we had some we had some gems come out in, in in 1984 gremlins that also came out this one's called the last Starfighter. Video game lovers will get on board with this one straight away. I'm sure anyone over the age of 20 probably remembers playing those old uh, Space Invaders, was it? Space Invaders, Space yeah. Invaders. Get down to the pub with with, with mum and dad and, and uh, you know, usually we'd be plonked in a corner and have to have to play the, uh, you know, the, the arcade games and, and, you know, Space Invaders was usually the one. Uh, the game at the centre of The Last Starfighter is very reminiscent, actually, of... Of, of Space Invaders, um, you know, there, there's look, there's something in this um, that really it touched teenage boys like a friendly priest. Basically, this movie's back, this back in the back in the day um, tells the story of, uh, of a video game expert. You know, Alex Rogan, played by Lance Guest, he finds himself um, playing this game most nights. It's called, uh, I think, it's called Starfighter. Uh, he, he lives at a, at, a, at a trailer park, basically. His life is in this trailer park. So not much else to do um, but, you know, do maintenance and so forth through, during the day. And at night, he, he plays Starfighter, the arcade game that's sitting there, uh, and he cracks it. He, he gets the high score on it and, uh, you know, of course, everyone in the trailer park uh, thinks he's a bit of a winner. You know, this is this is great, you know. So the, the most exciting thing to happen to these folks uh, – you know these these old guys since uh, you know they returned from space with the rest of Cocoon Gang, but uh, <laughs> look, uh, this is it's more than a game though. What we find out is that uh, the game is actually um, a training ground or a test field uh, for real life intergalactic you know space fighters. It started with a game. Gonna bust the record. But it wasn't just any game. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. So, uh, this guy arrives. Uh, uh, this guy arrives named Centauri. Um, everyone pronounces his name differently in the movie, which is really interesting. But I believe he's, I believe it's Centauri, and uh, played by Robert Preston, veteran actor Robert Preston. Um, he, he turns up in this flashy car. Uh, which looks like a, a rejangled kind of DeLorean um, with some trimmings. Uh, he turns up this, this, this car to, to tell Alex, to inform Alex that he's been selected to go to space to be a starfighter and take on you know, real aliens. Basically, he's going to play the game in the stars. Oh, look, I'm having flashbacks of when George Costanza had to channel his inner video game nerd to play real-life Frogger and get his arcade game across the road in Seinfeld, if you remember that. Was he magically transported to a swamp to play, uh, you know, compete against Kermit? No, or- unfortunately he was just tackling New York traffic, but 
very reminiscent of his frog art days. And I think we all had those sort of fantasies of playing video games and wishing that we could be transported in real life to, you know, to be recruited. I think that this this it it, it brings to mind uh, the last Star, Starfighter. It, this this brings to mind it, it's it's has an early Spielberg feel. Uh, you know that kind of fantasy, whether it be you know an ET or a Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where you know your, your dream comes true uh, in terms of, of being a teenage boy that you know wants to live a real life fantasy, uh, which is interesting because Spielberg years and years later, only actually only a, only a few years ago. He brought out a film called Ready Player One, which which probably owes a lot to the Last Starfighter. Uh, amazing effects, you know, some great a great concept itself. But it isn't it, it, it isn't a shade on the Last Starfighter. It doesn't have the heart of that film. It, it doesn't have the humor or the heart. It is it is more reliant on its effects to to dazzle the audience than the story itself. And and. There's something about Ready Player One uh, that's just missing, and it, it is interesting because you look at a film like The Last Starfighter, which has very mediocre special effects. There wasn't a lot that they could accomplish back, obviously, in in '84, and you'll notice that too with Ghostbusters. The the effects, computer effects, just weren't there yet, so it looks very cheap. <laughs> You know, and I mean, I'm guessing it wasn't either. I'm guessing it was quite expensive to pull that off at the time. But, but, uh, and, and I'm and I'm sure it's nothing they could have done practically. So, so, so the, the effects work, you know, is it leaves a lot to, you know, there, there a lot to be said about that effects work. It, it it doesn't hold up, but the story itself really does, and it, and it's such an interesting, fun ride, and and it's quite a charming movie. And I think because they had to rely a lot more on that. Um, on that, on that screenplay and and, and director Nick Castle's direction, uh, and, and of course these interesting characters played, you know, largely Lance Guest's performance as as young Alex. They had to rely on on you know the the physical ingredients to to capture the audience's attention and and, and hold their attention, uh, as opposed to the effects, which films these days will, will generally divert the attention to the effects. Look at our effects. Yeah. Look at our effects, but. Uh, but don't mind but those wooden performances. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's a nice duality in the story. It's not just his uh, quest above trying to save the world, but also what's happening down in his real life. And they've they've incre- they've created a uh, substitute for Alex to be on on Earth, so no one will notice his absence. That's right. It's like a it's like a robot or an android. Uh, I think they called him a beta test or something, yeah, or some kind of beta. Like that. But they, they've they've replaced Alex with a with a with a robot lookalike, basically. Yeah, and it's funny. That's where a lot of the humor comes in is trying watching the beta Alex try and assimilate, which is very difficult for someone who's got no emotional capacity, and then going out on dates with Alex's girlfriend and mm. not wanting to go near her physically, and that creates that tension between the couple. So that's um, it's quite cute having two separate stories, and then when they when they merge, you know, having to choose between your career or your your love life, and that's something that we still face today. 
and trying to manage both, which is uh, it's kind of sweet. It is. It is a sweet, uh, charming, uh, just just enjoyable film that'll put a smile on your face. I think, and um, and, and nothing too heady either. But uh, one of the one of the nicest elements about it, and um, it, it's a standout. I think it is the score. The the, the film score is is it's lovely. It's it's uh, look. Let's have a listen. That, that's the last Starfighter score. Um, so one of the gems, one of the many gems to come out of 1984, and I think that there's a lot of film. Look, you, you were stuck here at home for quite a while. I'd say dig into those archives from 84, and you'll see just how many great films you know came out of it. Even even those lesser films are worth are worth you know uh, police academy big howdy to you. But uh, go back and, and 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 check some of those out. But um, but make sure that the last Starfighter is is one of the first you do. Yes, agree. Don't let Netflix exhaust you. Go back thirty years or so. There's a lot of good stuff to watch. <laughs> 